from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hi, this is Newt. Due to the virus, I'm recording from home. So you may notice a difference in audio quality. On this episode of Newt's World, I've heard from many of you over the course of the last two weeks asking what can you do to see President Trump elected to a second term? What can you do about voter fraud and election integrity? I want to address some of your questions today. I'm also really amazed by the weekend turnout in Washington, D.C. of President Trump's supporters. They were organized by a young activist with hashtag Stop the Steal. I'm pleased to welcome my guest, Ali Alexander. Ali, let me ask you, when did Stop the Steal really start to catch on with the president's supporters? Well, the night of the election, we were left in limbo. The following morning, I was at brunch with a couple of guys that I mentor. And they were saying, Ali, you got to bring back Stop the Steal, which we actually did in 2018 to save Senator Rick Scott's Senate seat and catch all that fraud that was happening in Broward County, Florida and North Palm Beach, Florida. And they said this one question that just sank my heart. And they said, if you could save the world, why wouldn't you? And I was tired. You know, I'd been running on fumes for three months. And I said, OK, well, if I don't have to pull teeth, I'll do it. And when I made the calls to start forming the coalition for Stop the Steal 2020, there was no ego. Everybody understood we had to save the republic. 
And we got started the very next day, and we had protests in two of the states that night, Wednesday night. Well, you seem to have a remarkable impact. How many people do you think came out to your D.C. event in support of President Trump? The D.C. police unofficially and privately are telling us 200,000. I think they're underestimating that a little bit. I think we're looking at 250,000, maybe up to 300,000. People have to understand, not only did we start the program at Freedom Plaza, which we flooded the streets and flooded the alleys, but some of our supporters were there waiting at the Supreme Court for the second part of the program. But we also had people at the White House. And what people need to understand is that no one had ever seen barricades like this. The barricades started two and three miles out. I've never seen so many police barricades. And so it took a while for people to come in. We had well over 150,000 people before the event ever started. And people just kept coming and coming and coming. But new. we also had people in all 50 state capitals. And this was the second consecutive week we had done that. And I'm waiting on the final tallies, but it looks like we experienced uh, 25% in growth from our first Stop the Steal Saturday to what our second Stop the Steal Saturday was. So how are you actually organized? I understand that there's a report that Stop the Steal had a Facebook page that was shut down on November 5th. So how are you getting the message out? So we organize at StopTheSteal.us. One of our coalition partners, our original coalition partners, started a Facebook group, which is a little bit different than a Facebook page, a Facebook group you can invite anyone to. But the group did get shut down when I think it had about 350, 360,000 members. And it's reported through the Associated Press that that decision was made at the top of Facebook. And so we're getting out the word. This is what's amazing because... I've been doing this for 14 years. I helped to birth the Tea Party movement there in 2009. Even then, you know, it was Facebook or Twitter. Now, if you go to the Stop the Steal protest, people say, I got a text message. I got a phone call. I got an email. What's interesting is I think that we may be deplatforming the deplatformers, and we may be going offline in this sort of 4D guerrilla warfare. Have you tried to appeal directly to Zuckerberg? No, I haven't, because I've just been concentrating on putting bodies in the streets. I do have a good relationship with the Facebook government team. I guess I'm one of the few conservatives that do. And I will tell you this, Twitter blocked our link on Twitter. The StopTheSteal.us link got blocked on Twitter a couple days prior to D.C. And I did make a direct appeal to the executives at Twitter, and they reversed their decision. So we had a little success with Twitter, but we've had setbacks with MailChimp. Our coalition partner had setbacks with Facebook. They really don't want a certain segment of the American population peacefully assembling. Have you done anything with Parler? Yeah, our supporters uh, are using Parler to self-organize. They're experiencing exponential growth, and the hashtag Stop the Steal is leading the way over there at Parler. It's just so organic. Even though we're in all 50 states, which, you know, mind you, this just started with a tweet. I said, get out in the streets, get out in the streets. We have to know that we're the majority. We only have coordinators in about 37 or 40 of these states, but people are still meeting. And one thing I've encouraged the organizers, and I hope I don't get in trouble, is I said, don't get permits. We have a right to petition our government and peacefully assemble, just like Black Lives Matter. If we start cooperating with this permit process, then we'll start cooperating with the lockdowns. And if we start cooperating with this permit process, the same thing that killed the Tea Party, 
which eventually was elements of the Tea Party stopped showing up. And then the boomer element came with lawn chairs. I don't want that. I don't want staging. I want a truly populist movement that's reflective of the people and our anger and in our determination to self-govern. That raw energy has allowed our leadership to guide this movement, but we're not going to control it. This is going to be one that's reflective of the American people and sort of that hive mind. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what do you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I understand that you are going to Atlanta in a couple of days. What are your plans for Georgia? So Georgia has turned into ground zero, and I think that that's truly regrettable. I'll be in Atlanta. I will be at the Capitol every day. And it will crescendo on Saturday, which we plan to have over 5,000 people there. So every day from Wednesday to Saturday at noon, we're going to meet and we're going to cause a ruckus. We have truckers coming in. We have 
all kinds of folks coming in because unfortunately the Secretary of State has turned into a complete buffoon. And this consent decree that the Republican Party signed with the Democrat Party back in 2019 is coming back to bite us in the butt. Can you explain exactly what the Secretary of State agreed to that caused the current problem? So in 2019, there was a law change, and this was at the behest of Stacey Abrams, because as we remember, 2018, there was a knockout slugfest between then Secretary of State Brian Kemp, who was running for governor, and then Stacey Abrams, the state senator running for governor on the Democrat side. And so the Republicans wanted to appease this narrative that, oh, Republicans are racist or Republicans are disenfranchising voters. And so the Republican State House and the Republican State Senate passed a law that relaxed the signature matching requirement on absentee ballots. So if someone requests an absentee ballot and they send it back in and we say, wait a minute, this signature doesn't match what we have on our government files, it's then filed as provisional ballot. And the provisional ballot gets counted unless it's rejected. But here's the problem, Newt, is if it's rejected, the official who's rejecting it has to put their name on it. So that was a Stacey Abrams ploy, and then it gets what's called cured. But what's happening is that we're not petitioning anything. We're not rejecting anything. So we're having a lot of absentee ballots where the signatures do not match, do not match on file. I believe there'd be widespread fraud. There's a case in Pennsylvania. They found, I believe, 1,500 ballots where the signatures didn't match. They called all of them, 556 of them, said that they never requested a mail-in ballot. I mean, this election is rigged up and down. It's not just Dominion. It's with mail-in ballots. It's with absentee ballots. We're finding out that we're not as clean as a country as we thought when it comes to a clean election. So that 2019 law has introduced probably tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of ballots into the system that create a larger pool of confusion and less integrity in our election process. It is, I think, very telling that in 2018, 3.5% of the absentee ballots were rejected. This year was 0.3. So you had a massive increase in the total number of votes. I think there are 1,300,000 absentee votes this year. You'd think with that big a jump, you'd have had more. Instead, you got a tiny number, which in a sense is Stacey Abrams' great victory. She managed to keep 3.2% of the absentee ballots in the system that would have probably been repudiated in 2018. And the Secretary of State was directly complicit in foisting all these additional, about 40,000 additional votes. It cannot be overstated. That number actually should have grown. And for it to shrink more than 10 times is alarming. Here's another area where the Secretary of State failed. The Democrats will say, well, you Republicans said that we couldn't start counting votes until the day after the election. And that's probably a good thing. But the secretary of state didn't even require a count, a count from these counties. So what happened? Well, we're finding magic ballots in Fulton County. We're finding magic ballots in Chatham County, you know, down there in Savannah. Even the secretary of state, Brad Raffensperger, has admitted that there are substantial problems in the election. For example, he announced that there were up to a thousand examples of voters casting two ballots, one by absentee and then one in person across about 100 counties during the June presidential and statewide primaries and the August runoff elections. 
Now, he's not indicated yet any finding of double voting in the much, much bigger turnout in November. And this is just one more example of how totally ineffective Raffensperger has been in trying to protect the citizens of Georgia and their interest in having an honest election with an honest count. What does success look like in Georgia? I think success looks like the governor calling a special session. That's, I think, the top of success. We could go into constitutional limbo, and I should say state constitutional limbo, whereas the Georgia Secretary of State, he's going to certify the election, and that's going to happen Wednesday or Thursday. But if Governor Kemp, who is going to make an announcement either today or tomorrow, if he decides not to put his signature, which would choose the slate of either Democrat electors or Republican electors, then we could be in kind of, like I said, limbo, and that makes this thing entirely legal. But either one would be a success in Georgia. And people need to understand if we don't get a special session or Governor Kemp decides to sign on to a Democrat slate of electors going to the Electoral College, what courage does that give some of the brave state electeds that we have in Wisconsin and Michigan that have already started investigations or some of the successful lobbying that we're doing in Arizona with StopTheSteal.us. And so that's what success looks like in Georgia. It looks like Governor Kemp bending to the will of the people and then hopefully calling a broad special session. I want till January 9th. I want him to let the session stay in until the day before the term ends. And I want him to give them the oversight over the certification process. And again, the state legislature can pull back and say, "Okay, we don't care what the statute says. We're pulling back our ability to choose the electors and we're taking away from Governor Kemp. And I think that that gives Governor Kemp also some political cover as well as the state legislature taking back its constitutional duties. And if you do succeed in Georgia, where do you head next? We'll be still active in all of these contested states and we have uh, protests going on and on and on. And then on Saturdays, it's all 50 states. I'll go with a delegation, a number of our coalition partners. We will probably travel to Pennsylvania first, then Michigan, and then Wisconsin. And what we hope to do is just, again, inform these state House members and state Senate members of their constitutional rights. What has happened is the United States Constitution says that the state legislatures pick the electors that are sent to the Electoral College under the advice of a popular vote that happens at the state level. But they can send whoever they want. But what the state legislators have done is they have written into laws that, oh, well, the secretary of the state and the governor will handle it as long as we have lists. And it's kind of an agreement between the two parties. What we're saying is be revolutionary. If you think that your election is rigged and tainted, send no electors, send Democrat and Republican electors, or only send Republican electors because the voters have chosen, even in these deep blue states, to make the Republican state houses Republican. And that's in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. Those are the three where those are blue states. And so that's where we'll be headed next is Wisconsin, Michigan and Pennsylvania to do some heavy work there. But if we lose Georgia, Newt, it takes away the backbone and the spine of the Republicans in Michigan, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. So I'd rather be in Pennsylvania right now, but I'm going to Georgia tonight because the fate of the republic depends on it. Now, if people want to find more, I understand you have a website. Where would they go to learn more about this? So you can find all 50 state listings at stopthesteal.us. Over at the top of the page, we highlight the contested states. This is the path to getting Donald Trump 270 plus 
electoral votes. And look, we have an all-in strategy. Either we overturn this bad election or we inform the state legislatures of their rights to either send no electors or a diverse slate of electors or Republican-only electors to the Electoral College. And the Electoral College could opt into giving neither candidate 270. And then, as you know, the House of Representatives turns into a House of States, which would also mean that Donald J. Trump wins. So there are multiple paths for Donald Trump to win. And if everyone goes to StopTheSteal.us every day, every day and pushes refresh, then we'll show you the states where we need you. And we'll show you states on Saturday where you can just participate so that we can demonstrate to our American plutocrats and oligarchs that we're not going to take this anymore. And so StopTheSteal.us is the official site of the Stop the Steal movement. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Let me just say in conclusion that in my experience, what people can do right now is, first of all, go to places like Stop the Steal, get involved in specific activities. But second, call your state representative and your state senator. Tell them you expect the state legislature to take over the election process because it's so clear that in key states, it really matter. In Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, And Nevada, which is a separate problem because Nevada has a Democratic governor and a Democratic legislature, and they've just frankly sealed Nevada off as a corrupt state that has no internal solutions. 
And if the federal government doesn't intervene, uh, Nevada is hopeless because it's now the most methodically illegal and corrupt system in the country with the legislature and the governor making it literally impossible for citizens to find out what actually happened. So that's going to require some intervention probably to the federal courts to demand that citizens have the right to have an honest election and not a corrupted election. But in the other states, in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, you have Republican legislatures, and people should be calling their state representative, calling their state senator, demanding that they act. And Georgia is particularly frustrating because we have the governor, we have the secretary of state, we ought to be able to get this thing fixed. It is clear that there's corruption in the Georgia election process, and it's clear that the Secretary of State caved in and gave Stacey Abrams anything her lawyers asked for. So then, in effect, Stacey Abrams has been running the elections in Georgia. And if you don't fix the process between now and the election in January, the odds are even money that all the advertising in the world won't matter because in places like Fulton, Clayton, and DeKalb counties, they'll just steal it. They'll produce as many ballots as they need to offset the conservatives who turn out to vote. So I want to thank you, Ali. I think what you're doing is extraordinarily important. You're showing real citizen leadership, and I hope the people will take this all seriously, will come to Stop the Steal, and take a real look at what you're doing every day, and will participate with you in these kind of activities. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thanks for all you've done for the Stop the Steal movement to this date, and we're going to keep calling on you and your leadership as we go into these states, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia, and run a dual track. The Trump campaign can go legal. We've got to go on the streets. Thanks for your leadership and being one of the avatars of the movement. Thank you to my guest, Ali Alexander. You can read more about how you can take action on our show page at newtsworld.com. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers. Our producer is Garnsey Sloan, and our researcher is Rachel Peters. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich360. Please email me with your questions at gingrich360.com questions. I'll answer a selection of questions in future episodes. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zip. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.